3: recorded live welcome ladies and gentlemen to the divine mind group community call in the orion Mind School of the prophets i'm jim Davis, your moderator today is sunday the 17th of april 2016. tonight's speaker is gary ray which is also known as the white wolf and whenever you're ready brother yeah i um thank
2: you jim Uh, Hello,
0: everybody. I I see an herb man in Tennessee who's been dealing with Lyme's disease. Um, I know of two or three ways to knock it out, but um, you have to have uh, IV gear in order to do it. And uh, they're not going to tell you it can be done, but it can. Um,
2: If I were you... I would look first at um, pure
0: gum spirits of turpentine as a healing modality, an ancient old-time remedy or method of assisting the body to cure itself. Um, You can check out Dr. Jennifer Daniels, D-A-N-I-E-L-S. She is... uh, a former Harvard uh, medical doctor. And she was curing people of every kind of thing you can imagine in New York State. And um, she found that the turpentine works so good for so many different things. The parasites, uh, it's kind of like when you're dealing with malaria uh, or dengue fever. you get got a virus, and yet you have kind of like a parasite that's in the blood. And um, pure gum spirits, of turpentine now you can really go to um, a Lowe's or some place like that and Crown box, it'll probably say Crown go to the paint section and uh, they sell um, pure gum spirits of turpentine well most of that especially if it comes out of Canada is from the balsam fir uh, a conifer or coniferous tree Balsam fur is exactly what was used by Jacques Cartier. I believe it was 1605 or 16-something to uh, heal um, scurvy, what they call rickets. And so they would use high vitamin C dosage from that point of time, and that's where the English became known as Lammies to prevent scurvy on board ships. But um, nevertheless, um the turpentine can only be used every third day. And the reason is is that it's gonna to go to knocking out parasites and crap in your system to the point that uh it's gonna require those uh that extra day or so in there so that it can throw off without overloading your kidneys. See so we can kill heartworms, which is a lung worm, a nematode and dogs uh, uh, real quick, yeah, that's easy. However, <laughs> the cure can be the killer because it will knock out so many of the uh, fear sheds and things of that nature and the nematodes that they will go not only to the lungs, uh, but to the kidneys, and they'll shut down the kidneys. And this is the real reason behind using turpentine every third day. For an adult, Jennifer found that if you took um, one measuring teaspoon of the pure gum spirits of turpentine, it's got to be pure gum spirits. It can't be artificial. It can't be uh, any synthetic. It's got to be pure gum spirits of turpentine. And um, you have to use it like, okay, I I do oil painting and I also do uh, acrylics and a palette knife and stuff like that but when i use um oil painting um i really kind of lean more to drumbocker paints and to maintain the longevity of uh, that painting you use pure gum spirits of turpentine. well a lot of them will use odorless turp, you know because they don't want to smell it but i'm not interested in the odorless turp. i'm interested in the real deal and um You take that one teaspoon, and you can either mix it with one teaspoon to no more than one tablespoon of sugar, white granulated sugar. You start off first, rattle out of the box in the morning, get you some black coffee or some unsweetened tea, and uh, you put that in and you kind of chew it in a way because it – it won't fully liquefy unless you do the one-to-one, you know, one teaspoon of sugar and one teaspoon. Now, these are, like I said, these are measuring teaspoons. Uh, some people would have to go up to the tablespoon of sugar, but that's a hell of a lot of damn sugar. But anyway, uh, when we were children, they used a, a teaspoon full of sugar as the vehicle carrier. And what will happen is parasites, tumors, you know, carcinoma, anything like that will suck up that, that sugar because they feed on that. They kind of make a an alcohol-type substance. And uh, that just makes them grow like crazy. It's like throwing gas on a fire. However, when you put that turf in there, um, it's like a silent assassin slipping inside. And uh, he's got a silencer, and uh, when uh, the bad dude comes walking around, it, you know, headshot, program's over with, we're out of here. And, um, but it will take a minimum of 45 and up to 60 days. Now, that's doing it every third day. You're going to count that many days from the day you start. I'd go a minimum of 45 and um, up to at least 60. And I think that you'll find out that there will be so much renewed, repaired, rejuvenated that may be the modality that can help you eliminate um, the limes, you know, disease, etc., from your system. But um, I think that would uh, would help. Um, Yeah, the MMS is a good one also, little too. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's why I'm emphasizing take it slow, because it's going to knock that mess out. If you've got a parasite of any kind, uh, it'll even take them out of the brain. Um, I mean, it, it'll, it'll just blow smoke on them. I mean, just, you know, it's fire and destruction, as the man said. But that would be a good way uh, to do sassy brass is, a, is a, a damn good blood purifier. And see, uh, in the spring, now's the time that you harvest the root. Uh, you find a big uh, sassafras tree, God's sakes, don't dig it all up. Don't take them all. Just find you a, a root and get you about a 18, 24-inch uh, piece of it. Hopefully, you can get one that's maybe a inch and a half to two and a half inches in diameter. And what you're going to do is cut little slices of that off, and you can boil that and, you know, and whatever. But we had to take turf, I mean... Uh, Sassafras T, and uh worked like a shot. So, uh, I mean, there's there's many, many things that you can do, but I believe the turpentine might be your best vehicle. Uh, the secondary backup might be the MMS, um, and uh, that, that can also help a lot. But I believe that will work for you. Uh, otherwise, you can take and go on a... Uh, an IV drip of um, hydrogen peroxide. And um, what they do is they'll take that hydrogen peroxide and oxygenate the system. And um, um, I I, I know of people that had legs that were just plumbed down black. I mean, they expected it to fall off. And um, they put them on that, and I mean, just in a few days, uh, they had high enough dosage. They could reverse it. They were using 35% uh, pure um, hydrogen peroxide. You have know, to be careful with that because you get a drop on your skin, it's going to turn it white. It's just going to, you know, more or less burn it. Due to the high oxygen uh, content, it's uh, real powerful oxidizer. But uh, you really kind of have to know what the hell you're doing with that. And um, you can increase your vitamin C because vitamin C is a natural antibiotic. It's, um, I mean, many things, but, um uh, that's one of the benefits that's going to be involved in that turf is because of the nature of the coniferous extract that's coming and see the balsam fir, uh, you hear the balm of Gilead. One of the main ingredients in that particular formula is the balsamic or balsam fir. So, um, something for you to think about, but, uh. Uh, Lemon a day will work excellent. Matter of fact, you can take up to three. Um, uh, MMS, if you find somebody, I mean, I've got a protocol for it, and and I have, matter of fact, I think I've got a couple of bottles of it, and and the stuff that goes with it, I've had it in the fridge, you know, for years. I don't know if everything is still good, but main ingredients are, I may have to change the fluid that's in that little green bottle, but You kind of have to be careful with that, too. I mean, um, I think I'd give the turpentine a shot if it was me. Um, They use MMS to get rid of cancer and stuff. And so you're attacking the same mechanism with the turpentine. Um, uh, That's one of the reasons we use kimchi's and...
2: uh, White wolf isn't white and he ain't a wolf. <laughs> well
0: <laughs> I don't know, uh like the fella said, uh, if I peel my shorts and everything off, you're gonna see my ass is probably white as or whiter than yours. But <laughs> but uh the wolf is like a uh, type of plan. It it uh it's uh It's a a term, um, one, it's referring to the tribe of Benjamin, and uh, two, uh, as in white wolf, if you listen to the Hebrew name or the the Cherokee name, it's Hunawaya, Hunawaya. And um, the white wolf uh, is symbolic of bringing the stores, the spoils, uh, the knowledge back to the clan or the kin, um, uh, let's say that uh, that uh, uh, tribe of animals, and yet the wolf is uh, extremely wary, a great hunter. And uh, oftentimes you'll hear them use the term black wolf. And uh, they're just referring to a hidden or a dark aspect of the same type. Now, some people, you know, it's a negative, and some people, it's a positive. So, I mean, Here again, you know, you have to think about what you're doing. The cedars of Lebanon is coniferous. But uh, here
2: again, you have to be careful
0: with cedar. Cedar is extremely potent. Um, I'd I'd go back to that pure gum spirits of turpentine. I'm just telling you, I mean, I think that's the best modality. And if you'll punch up uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, there's enough stuff on the web and uh, stuff that she's put out. You can listen to her talk, and she'll tell you how to do a whole lot of stuff with turpentine. But
2: uh, uh, Okay, that sounds good, number 12. I'm glad. But nevertheless, that's
0: what I do. And uh, see, the tribes, when Cartier was there with his crew, they took the pine needles off of that pine, and they boiled it and made a tea, and they made him stop eating cooked food, specifically um, cooked meats and stuff. Uh, that's why um, if a man is weak, they need herbs. Or if he's sick or in a diseased state and condition of mind and body, the herbs can be renewing and rejuvenating. That's why I said, like, say, a pure sauerkraut that's fermented Um, A man came up on the West Coast and had a tapeworm. They call it the emaciating disease. Many, many people have died from it. Uh, You'll see real skinny people, sometimes they have uh, tapeworms. And this old German gal was there, Polish, whatever. She was of that type of of, uh, lineage that come from, say, uh, 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 the western parts of Europe, shall we say. And she knew that if you put him on a pure diet of fermented sauerkraut, which wouldn't hurt him, that in a 30-day period they would pass that dead gum tapeworm completely out of their system. And so the doctor told him, you know, basically what to do. It, but they all will do it. And I'm here to tell you that 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 could be something. Um, but nevertheless, uh, she put him on it. 30 days later, they checked, he done his stool, samples, and everything. Crap, he didn't have a tapeworm, nowhere to be found. Well, kimchi is kind of like the healing herb that they use in, say, Korea and China and different places like that, fermentation. And, um, see, um, uh, uh, Bill and I, boy, we had to get our sleep schedule back on because, um, I took and put on, um, uh, 12 cups of soybeans, uh, non-GMO, organic. Uh, the smaller ones are better for sprouting. Uh, the bigger ones they'll use to make. But you've got to soak them a full 24 hours. And if you want to sit there and say 12 is going to do it, forget that. You have to soak them 24 hours because you got to remember, these guys store soybeans sometimes in, in uh, dehydration bins. And some of those beans can get damn hard. I don't know if you ever tried cooking a pinto bean or a red bean or something. And sometimes, man, you can boil that damn thing for five or six hours, even after you soaked it all night. And, uh, you could take an old slingshot and throw you a bean in there and pop somebody upside the head 50 feet away and damn, they'd know you hit them. (laughs) But anyway, we took and, um, um, I put those beans on the 24 hours and then I took and, uh, I started cooking them, and, uh, uh, you don't want to burn them, so you, about every 15 minutes or every commercial break, as B says, it's a good reminder to stir the beans, and, um, so I had put on this big pot of beans, and, uh, I mean a big pot of beans, and, um, I took, and, um, um, started cooking them. I brought them up on medium heat, you know, about a, a three, three and a half on a six scale, uh, and then you have the high addition on the gas range. Um, they like, uh, this is out in the country here, and so they're using, uh, uh, yeah, disodium EDTA, tetrazenic acid with the hydrogen peroxide. You're going to use B5 and W if you're carrying it with the peroxide. Otherwise, uh, you can use Ringer's lactate. I mean, yes, sir, number 10. That's dead on the money. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, high doses of vitamin C had to go somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 10 to 15,000 milligrams to that 500 milliliter bag, and uh, do a slow drip with it. You know, if you do that in the normal ratios for EDTA, I've given them, took them. I I reversed dad's stroke with it years ago. Uh, seeing a doctor friend of mine in San Antonio, Doctor Lee Sneed. And uh, she was curing people, and uh, AMA was so damned upset over it that uh, they really had them pull her license. Even the federal judge said this was pure trumped-up crap, just like it was with Jennifer Daniels. Anyway, uh, we done that, and uh, then I put them beans on. Well, it was supposed to be a five-hour cook time, because after the first hour, you get them up to speed, and you stir them about every 10, 15 minutes. You cut that thing, throttle it back to say uh, uh, a low, put a lid on it, and, uh, you know, just keep it going. And the way you can tell them beans are ready is when you pull them up, and you can take one and mash it between your two fingers easily. If you can't mash it between your two fingers, they are not done. Just keep on cooking. Well, when he got through, I had cooked them blamed-ass
2: beans five hours. And we were still cooking beans at 6 o'clock
0: the next morning to get them anywhere near where they were tender. Well, I took Menage's, uh mechanism for making what they call Korean bean paste, soybean paste, fermented. And I had also been watching a lady that's in Japan and how she made the miso, which is the same thing. It just slightly different mechanism for making it, different modality of uh, you know uh, putting a recipe together. Well, um, once I had them done, I also made what they call sticky rice or sweet rice because it's high gluten. I added, uh, once it got down to a certain temperature so it wouldn't kill the ferment in it, I added a uh, barley malt powder. And, uh, put so much in because that's going to give it nutrient kick. And, uh, I also added some, uh, uh, we feed rice bran from the mill, uh, to sheep, cattle, horses. You know, we make our own mix. And, uh, so I told Sean Lee, I said, uh, I, when you go to the feed store, I said, pick up a fresh bag of, uh, of, uh, rice bran, but don't get the pelletized. And so they did. They come home, and uh, I wouldn't eat no kind of damn artificial nothing as far as the sugar. If it ain't sugar or it's not molasses or honey or maple syrup, uh, to hell with it. Um, But there's too much crap that's wrong with some of that stuff and what it will do to you. And um, if you take a diet soda that's cause people to lose weight, you better guess again. They've proven that it's worse at gaining weight. Uh, than a soda uh sugar soda is other than the sugar soda, the reason they're telling you to back off um is because of the fact that sugar tricks uh, uh the glycemic uh uh plus and minus and say the islets of longer the beta cells in the pancreas, and uh you can monkey with your program you know if you're a diabetic but nevertheless um um uh, uh vitamin c will do the detox too you can do that that's why i'm saying you could do it a hell of a lot easier i think with the turpentine because one see we don't want to tear nothing up we don't want to make anything worse than what it is we just want to cure or straighten out or give the body the ability to cure itself and that turp and that sugar vehicle that i've explained would, would normally do that but uh nevertheless uh I prepared, uh, you know, the sticky rice and so forth, and um, I put in about a cup of that fresh uh, rice bran and mixed it in. And um, you can put an enzyme in there if you want, or you can put a little starter. Although you're not making um, malaki, uh, which is a rice wine from Korea, uh, but anyway, I've got everything to do all that too. And I picked up another German crock. Uh, this one here had to be a 15 liter water bath. And I had wanted some, uh, Korean, um, original, um, crocs for making kimchi, and hell, there ain't nobody in this country down here. I even went to Houston, didn't find any, but that, I'm sure that's where they come out of. And I happened to go to a place I don't go because they're normally not real friendly. And I went in, and Beth and I were looking around, and I had done been to the one outside of base up near Fort Pope, and Kim wasn't there, and, um. Uh, um, uh, they didn't have, you know, that kind of particular thing. I picked a few things there, but I went in and, uh, lo and behold, they had two, two and a half to three gallon Korean, um, uh, fired clay, real nice, uh, kimchi crops. And, uh, so we asked around and I asked that lady, I said, a, uh, ma'am, um, kind of price you got on them things? Uh, how much money y'all have to have for them? And she said, uh, hmm, 69 Damn, I knew that. That pot started at 100 bucks. you know, and went up. And so I started negotiating with her. Hell, she wasn't budging. And I said, well, ma'am, tell me something. I'm not sure I got enough cash in my pocket here. I said, but We've got to come to some kind of a meeting of minds here and if me and you can. I said, I'll buy all three of them crocs. She said, Well, I tell you what, I'll let you have all three of them at seventy dollars apiece and I'll take care of the tax. I said, You got a deal, baby. So I bought all three of them and we come home. Now that was three days from when I said I wanted it. What I did was I just put it in my mind. And seen myself with it, gave myself uh uh gay thanks for it being there and bango, man, here it come. Um, uh, and and there it was. And so we got everything done. Well, you know, you get some new crocs, you dead gum, you can't help it, you want to put on a dose of kimchi, you know. So I put on about twenty five pounds of veggies and I I brimed them. I didn't use the dry cure, I used the brine. And uh, that's three-and-a-half gallons of water, and that's uh, 20 cups of salt. Uh, Basically, three-and-a-half gallons of water and a five-gallon box of kosher salt. That'll work it. That'll give you to where an egg will float uh, once you've heated it, and uh, it'll just be a quarter size on that that egg. Now, don't worry about all that salt because it's going to make soy sauce out of it, a soup sauce, and plus you're going to ferment your miso. Or if you're uh, doing... uh, The kimchi, you'll have a particular recipe. But anyway, I had enough recipe, uh, and then I made my own kimchi paste that you put all over it and manipulated it. And when I got through, I had um, almost three gallons of kimchi packed down in a big German crock. And I packed it down, and I cut a, um, or had B cut me a, uh, plastic cutting board that's food grade, uh, clear, and so I put that over the top of that packed down um, uh, kimchi, uh, uh, the veggies that I put in there. And uh, the reason I've done the brine is because the brine is made to do a year cure without having um, to keep it refrigerated. And so knowing and believing what I believe about what's about to occur uh, and the medicinal values of it, I uh, went this route and put it on. Then I put my weights inside and uh, pressed it down real good again so that I got a bubble flow or fluid that will come up over those weights. And I had about a quart of the bean juice because I used distilled water once I cooked them. And, uh, I took that quart of bean juice that was softened, uh, you know, for making the soy soup base, and I said, the hell, would I? I ain't throwing that out. And I poured that in gently on my weights and let it cover, put my thing on, put my water seal on, and got it going. So I have basically um, a four-gallon crock of Korean ferment soybean paste, or Japanese, you might call it miso, and it's got, um uh, almost three and a half gallons of, um uh, of water inside that crop, uh, that is, you know, set up at that, that brine solution, you know, that three and a half gallons to say five gallons or five pounds of uh, kosher salt. And you put that on and it'll take a while for that. Uh, yeah, the lips and them all of work great too. That's real good. And, um anyway, um I put it on, and then I've got another crock that I have had for one year, and it's kimchi, and I checked it, and, man, it's got a great flavor. But when you take that, it amplifies the vitamins, minerals, natural digestive enzymes, and if you put certain things in it, it will enhance and make its own natural B12, and that in combination with the natural C that's in it uh, does not conflict, because normally if you take... See with vitamin B12, it's going to stop it from working, and we don't want that. But uh, um, anyway, that that's what we were doing. But I went like 36 hours, maybe 40. On um, I think about an hour and a half sleep, and uh, finally I told B, I said, "You go to bed," and uh, she did at 4:50 the next morning, 4:45 something like that. And uh, we worked on, I finished on up during the afternoon. And I've got that all prepared and running, and uh, I've got other things that I'm doing. I even took and
2: put on uh, um, um, a half-gallon of pure fish
0: sauce. And what you do with that is you take, you know, fresh, uh, big, nice herring, and these here were, like I say, about a foot long, and um, I took and popped the heads and gills off because I knew if I didn't be in them would look at that. And there wasn't no in hell They were going to have no fish sauce, no when you know, everything's in it. And I gutted them and cleaned them real good. And then I cut them up into, say, about one and a one and a half inch pieces and dropped them down in there. Heavy salt, you know, in between as I'd do it. And so you're stacking that up. Now, I'm going to leave that in that jar. It's got a plastic uh, lid, you know, food grade lid on it. And they're setting up. And, uh, it'll take about a year, just like you're making Red Boat Party, the best grade of, uh, of, uh, fish sauce, uh, that they use anchovies. Uh, you can use different types of fish. Anchovies and sardines are probably the two best tasting. And, um, uh, they had anchovies, but I knew that, uh, if the girls and them seen fish heads in there, like I said, it was all over with. So I, I cleaned these sardines and put them on, and I put on basically a half a gallon of a fish sauce. And what will happen is that, uh, and is happening now, it's already breaking down, turning it into that salt liqueur or liquor from uh, the uh, breakdown of, say, uh, the curing process with the, the fresh sardines and, say, salt. And in about a year's time, I told Bill said, don't y'all open that lid. I said, why? I said, because you'll want to leave the house. And so she said, okay, don't worry about me. I'm not opening to nothing until you tell me. I said, all right. But anyway, I mean, we're preparing all of these things. Uh, it's like I've got 10 gallons of uh, Echinacea Golden Seal that's based on the Zan formula. And I have made that. And then I have another five gallons that is like a heart health, heart ease that I've prepared. Um uh, I've got uh, basically five seven and a half gallons of a um, uh high uh yield black walnut, wormwood cloves and uh black walnut wormwood cloves and uh, Mediterranean olive. Uh, And I have extracted that out. So, I mean, uh, let's say I've got chickens and some of them get parasites. I can pull one of those dead gum, um, whole green um, uh, walnuts out of there. And like I said, they're just ebony black now. They've been in there for years. And uh, you can take people that have parasites, and I can give them a dose or two of that, and it'll go across the blood-brain barrier. And knock that out. So I mean, we prepared all these different things. Plus we can and different stuff, you know. And sure. And I taught the girls how to do this because if something was push come to shove, they got the bees. And now they've got, uh, um, they got seven crops, and I'm going to order two more. That's of the five liter kind because I need some storage crops for my soy sauce and my uh, miso paste uh, uh, once it's prepared. And I'll pack that up, and I don't have to refrigerate it. And so uh, these are little things that you do to keep your body healthy. Okay. Now, we've about hit everything. Let's see that. Let me read over here. Somebody said, um, with their lips, them all see. Yep, that's good. The um, bicarbonate of the soda or, say, bacon soda with uh, grandma's molasses, that there is great for doing carcinoma and stuff like that. But here again. Uh, dealing with this type of issue that um, Erdman has, uh, I, I really believe I'd give that dadgum uh, uh, pure gum Spirits Turpentine a first-class shot initially. I know of a guy that went from like 425, 450 down to basically a fairly normal weight for him. And um, his uh, he had a partner that uh, was an RN, And uh, she picked up herpes, so you know. I mean, we we know that as other things are going on, but nevertheless, he got it. And uh, in the process of him doing this with the turk, it cured the herpes. So you know, word to the wise. I mean, these things can be done. Now, let's see. Somebody wants to send me something. What the hell is it? Um, I have
3: some rare video footage of five minutes. I tried to email it to
0: upload. It's on my Galaxy phone. Um, I,
3: I I don't have an idea. Oh, a
0: hops factory is excellent. You can grow your own hops. You can go to a beer store, get hops and start it, and you can make hop tea uh, because it's a natural sedative and um, uh, it will it will stop pain. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, um, get a Box.com account. Okay, I don't know nothing about that. Um, well, if you can send it to me, I'll damn well take it. And uh, um, oh, excuse me. I I don't know Divine Water Group. I know that there are several people that make specific types of water, just like you can make a laser grade of uh colloidal silver and it doesn't you know uh turn black like you know normal colloidal does uh but if you make a spoon a spoon is all if you make uh the soy sauce like manashi is talking about in her cookbook uh the soy sauce that comes off of that and they call that soup soy sauce like i said it would take a year for you to make it so i mean don't worry about getting in a rush it ain't gonna happen but um uh, once that is made, you basically can eliminate any types of uh, other commercial prepared uh, uh, fermented soy sauce, and like we use Kimlon and about two or three other varieties that are uh, special jobs, and uh, some of those are what sixteen ounce bottles, maybe twenty. I think they're more sixteen. And some of those are like eight, and nine dollars a bottle. I mean, this is specialty stuff, and this is good stuff. It's in Houston, and I have to go there to get it. Uh, I cut that fifty-fifty or sixty-forty, sixty percent of that soy sauce, forty percent distilled water, to eliminate a lot of the uh, the sodium content. And um, but if you're making that soup soy sauce, like she's talking about, you can eliminate regular soy sauce and fish sauce because it will do it all. And uh, anyway, uh, that uh, miso, after two months, really takes three months to start being fermentation to go to pulling out radioactivity from the body, and that's what the people of Hiroshima and Nagasaki did. Um, They uh, used that and high dosage usage of uh, natural um, uh, seaweed I wouldn't eat nothing that comes out of the damn Pacific, though. You're getting pure radiation, um, and uh, I'd go to the to the East Coast, uh, Maine, Seacoast vegetables is an excellent place. And um, anyway, that there kind of gets you going in that direction. Now, Michael Joseph gave us a real good dissertation on the Jubilee last weekend, and uh, see, uh, the Jubilee is really real simple. Well, Char from out in California sent me a deal on uh, Jekyll Island and stuff like that. It was the first part of it, and then some some of y'all sent me the update. Uh, Micah's uh, out of Canada uh, sent me an update with number two on it. If you will listen to that, you're listening to where the analogy of Tiberius Caesar, Rome, taxing the whole world in Luke, the second chapter. Luke being a position, second chapter referring to the right brain. And uh there again in Jekyll Island you're dealing with the Canaanite altars and the giant skeletons and things of that nature and see when you made a, uh, a terrapin, a terracum you would take the head of an individual and there's a process for preparing that and uh they would put a coin in its mouth and they could use it due to a, to the electromagnetic thought process that occurred with that individual, and they would use it kind of like in um, somatry or uh, not psalmetry, but um, well, yeah, somatry But uh, you could put your hand on somebody, take a ring, put it in your hand, bam! You could you can track back through time and space, so to speak, because in reality, everything is right here, right now. And you can open that up. But anyway, this guy goes on, and I'm normally not much on these Christian folks because, man, I'm telling you, they got a devil behind every damn bush, and uh, they got more demons and shit than than is in the creation, as the man said. And uh, they're really throwing their power away. And um, this guy went on, and I listened to him, and I knew that there were certain things he didn't have, but I knew there were certain things the man had. And uh, he was referring to listening to the voice within. Well, that's what the divine mind is. Uh, I just want you to hear my voice. It's told you all this time. It's not whether... uh, um, It's not whether... uh, Well, anyway. uh, So I listened to him, and uh, he was referring to a coin that had the menorah. See, the menorah is the seven lights. Modern jewelry is more or less replace that with uh, the nine lights of Menorah, and they're calling that the Festival of Lights. Well, that really refers to the seven chakras and the two hidden aspects being the heat of the Pangala, and those are dealing with the right and left hemispheres of the brain. And he goes on and he shows that even if you paid off every bill you own just by saying you're a citizen of the United States, here again now that's a technical and abstract impossibility, that's definitively defined at the opinions of the Attorney General of the United States of America at Volume 7, pages 747, 757, 1856, reaffirmed Hilt versus Wilkins, 1884, U.S. Supreme Court, and then you go to Ex-Parte Frank Nose, California Appellate Saving the Suitors, Note 71, Section 13, 31, 32, and 33 of the United States Code, and you got more information there. Well because you claim that you're a United States citizen, a technical and abstract impossibility, we fell under guarantors of the debt. When they created the Articles of Confederation, the Articles of Confederation did not give power to tax to what has become the federal government.
2: (laughs) Excuse me.
0: Now, they then created the constitution and they created what was known as a more perfect union well they just told you there was already the union of confederate states so the union was already in place they made it more perfect perfect how and to whom and for what purpose they put in there the ability to tax the american people
2: now, when you've done that,
0: you already paid the Federal Reserve. Note and a note is a debt. A debt can't pay a debt. I mean, God, this case after case on that. It's not taxable to wages or income. American Bank Trust versus Dallas U.S. Supreme Court, 1984. Okay, all that aside, but yet keeping it in the back of your mind when they offered Jekyll Allen, and they created the Federal Reserve system, the system of the beast. That system requires the blood of infants, etc., because that's the continuum of that old methodology of thought. Well, if your children are sold out in bondage, technically speaking, they're being sacrificed on the altar of Baal. Well, my, 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 will it now? So when you go back and you realize what they're saying, um, that $30,000 debt that was incurred at the time that he'd done that, and I think that first initial recording was, must have been 2015, and, uh, they were anticipating it jumping to over 300000 um, you know, for each individual. Well, you couldn't pay it up anyway. You don't have gold, silver, and fair, honest, just weights and measures. They've got us to incorporate ourselves in this falsehood of creation, and, um, uh, we're, um. Uh, we're using a debt, uh, so we're technically robbing and stealing, even though we're under duress. Well, that's the same story of Nehemiah 13. When Nehemiah came in uh, uh, and uh, towed Sanballat and Tobias out of the tithe chamber, where formerly had been kept the wine, of the new corn and the wine, or of the wine, of corn and new wine. And they had been put in that place by Eliashib, the high priest. That's your damn Pope right there today. And Sanballat and Tobias were the Ammonite and the Agagite. Now, go look up what they did to Hebrew Israel and what the meaning of their names are, and you begin to get a grip on what's going on.
2: Well, what he did was he took and he reinstituted the Jubilee. We're at the end from November of 2015 to October of
0: 2016, we're at the year of the jubilee, and we have to declare it to somehow let somebody know we declared it because that's why I said make sure you put the statement on any damn thing you do. Service to the agent is service or notice to the principal, and notice and service or service to the uh, the principal is notice and or service to the agent. Now, what you did was you created a link, a chain, that has to be fulfilled in the sense that they're going to take. And they're responsible because they're using what they're calling contract law, which is the ancient Babylonian system going to the Hammurabi Code. And if you got an old copy of Anderson's annotated uniform commercial code, it'll tell you right there in the front of it in the forwards on all them books. There's like twenty some of them. I tried to get that set from Magna State University, but damn, they wouldn't cough it up. I don't know where the crap they went. But I'd love to get my hands on them. It says ancient Babylonian Ball. and if you look at an ancient map of Egypt, you're going to find on the real old ones that Egypt is also called Babylon. So I mean, there's there's a lot of things that's been changed, and and like the old boy said, you know. Uh, uh, it's all the his story of the doopy Conqueror, just like Bob Marley sang. And uh, so as uh, uh, you begin to look in these different things, you can claim that at this time and get the release. Even the Pope knows it has to be done, because if it isn't done, it's going to wear them out. That law doesn't change for anybody. It's a double-edged sword. It's got right brain and left brain capabilities. It's got blessing and it's got cursing. Because you either do one and get the blessing or the good aspect, or you don't do or violate the other and you get ass whipping. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, drawers off, it's butt to board time, you know. ain't nothing to slow it down. And uh, so when you get into this, and MJ brought up, like I said, a real good story last week, a real good story. uh, lead into the Jubilee and the practices that are there. And um, um, uh, uh, yeah, see, okay, here's another deal. We're in the Jubilee, we're also, Benjamin has to be circumcised on the eighth day. How in the hell do you get that? If you're circumcised, it ain't talking about the skin that's on your whang dang, as the man said. It's talking about cutting away the false crap out of your thinking process. Well, Benjamin is the 12 aspects of thought. He must be circumcised on the 8th day to be renewed and recovered. This, as a jubilee, is the 8th day because 7 days, if you will keep this, you get a double blessing on the sixth. Therefore, in seven days, if you understand the law, you're getting the eight day blessing, so to speak, or the eight day status of the circumcision that was and had to be applied to Benjamin. And so you're reading these codes, it's telling you all this stuff that's in there. I can't help whether they like it or whether they don't, but if he turned over the money tables as the man spoke, he was throwing out the system of fraud because we're bringing fraud into the temple. And yet, see, they've set up a physical temple structure uh, that we call churches, and uh, 99% of them ain't no more teaching the full truth down there than the man in the moon. I mean, you might... Like uh, uh, Wade said, you might wander through there as a blind squirrel, and every now and then you can find you an acre. But, uh, you know, there'd be a little jewel in there. Take what you can keep on trucking. But keep studying, keep digging, and keep doing. And you'll find that you will return to the me instead of to the them. So right now we're, we're in the house of the them. We're not in the house of the me because we're not practicing what this ancient law means. See, we use usury and interest in these different types of contracts and crap that's contrary to this divine free state. Friend, all we've done is put ourselves in bondage and our children and the land. See, and it tells you in the former time that the earth was destroyed. In other words, a calamity came upon the physical earth and it was because the hearts of the minds of men, you know, women, etc. Their thoughts were continually evil or calamitous. In other words, their thinking process, their belief structures was bring in this type of war and destruction, pestilence, sickness on them. Doctors in this country today, they do not believe in healing or cure. There's no goddamn money in a healed or a cured body. There's only money in, in using symptomology and using allopathic medicine. That's why you've got to have a license. What's that? Permission to break the law. Who's going to issue it? The AMA, the American Murder Association, or whatever little nickname you might have for them, Food and Death Administration, or the United States Department of Asshole, you know? Um, I mean, (laughs) stop and think about what you're saying, but yet, in a sense, they're good because they are wearing our butt out. They're telling us, wait the hell up. Get head out of rectus. If you can't do that, have a plexotomy. Get wipers and a, and a and a washer bottle installed on your belly so you can see where the hell you're going. And and this is what has to happen. Now, MJ, that I have muddied that water real good. You want to jump in here and kick this uh can down the road a little bit, let's see what you got. I know you studied. I don't have to even worry about it. You would explode it if you didn't.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, so, Come yeah, on, I, 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 I'm here. Uh, I just have to give me a second that way. We just had a little bit of a uh, little excitement around the house. Breaker just blew and you know, y'all you're plunged in the darkness and you know, you're wondering what the hell's going on, right? So just, <laughs> Yes, sir, been down that road, it's kind of like riding a horse, and he's riding along real good, and all of a sudden you and the saddle hit the dirt.
2: Then yeah. And what
0: the horse, throw so you know the girth the broke. That's what happened. <laughs> well, then my wife looks up at me and says, did you pay the electric bill, you know? And it's like, <laughs> oh, good Lord, you that like, all right. <laughs> yeah, you got to anyway. take care of them little gals. I mean, I'll tell you what, honest to God, sometimes they can make you want to pull your hair out. But I don't know what in the hell we'd do without them. Well, you got that right. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, I just had to share a couple of uh, things this week, uh, um, and then I'll I'll touch back Jubilee, But I wanted to share something with you that like remember that movie back? Uh, uh, it was called The Matrix, and everybody just absolutely loved The Matrix, and they went on and on and on about how you know. Neo, this guy, Neo is the one and all this stuff. And I'm gonna tell you that there's so much unbelievable amount of information encoded into that movie that Neo isn't the one. Smith is the one. Smith is the one who reinserts the code back into the into the mainframe and restarts the matrix. And and when I realized that, I was like, Hold on a minute. Neo. It seems like he leaves the Matrix, and and he has these superhuman powers outside of the Matrix. But when you realize you're Neo, I'm Neo, and yes. in in fact, um, what the movie's showing you is is this guy thinks oh. he left he left the control system, but all he found himself was in a bigger control system. He, he never, ever left the control system of the matrix, all right, yep. never. And so when you're talking about debt systems and you're talking about the matrix of debt, you're either endorsing the Federal Reserve Districts or you're endorsing the United States Districts. But either way, the districts were set up – like when you talk about the, the um, United States Districts, they were set up. The first thing they had to do was set up the judiciary. They did that September 24th, um, 19, uh 1789, okay? Then the second thing they did was in 1790 was set up the United States districts, and the reason why they set up the United States districts is so that they could set up collection districts to repay the war debt because here is the truth. The king's troops didn't leave these lands until 1790. And they did not leave until there was a payment plan set up for the war debt to be paid back. And so what you've got here is a situation where people think that the taxation game is Johnny-come-lately, 1933,
2: 1934. Wrong. Yeah, that's right. You've got
0: to go back back saving the suitors. Okay, and the, the suitor is someone who comes to court. Okay, mm-hmm. so listen to the language because you, then you'll get down on it. it, it we say in, in the language you hear, honor thy father and thy mother, and we learn about the founding fathers, the, the founding ideas, the founding thoughts. Male, the Absolutely. thought of the mind is male. Okay, that's why it's always the, fa- the founding fathers, and they imagined a state of being – And so they impregnated this state of being with this thought, and they declared it with their mouth. They spoke it. They heard, they trumpeted their voice for the world to hear. And then the world said, okay, we hear you. We hear you've declared your trust. We hear what you're wanting to do. But we're not going to give it to you so easy, okay, because we've got a claim here too. And if you want to take this claim from us, we're going to have to fight over it, all right? So." Later, you know, you, the history, the water's under the bridge, so to speak. But uh, the so-called loser then dictates all the terms of peace in 1782, 82 and 17, and it was signed in 1783 in Versailles. And if you go read that treaty very carefully, the Treaty of Peace in, in Paris, Versailles in 1783, you'll read Article 4, all the debt. Contracted will be repaid, therefore the loser the, the let's say okay, when in the history has the loser ever dictated terms to the winner you know, and here we have the king over here in in uh, England and Britain dictating all the terms of peace, then turning around and and his troops don't leave until seventeen ninety until those fifty five set up the the collection districts so the debt could be repaid. Once that's all set up, the king's troops leave. All right, then later... Yeah, yeah, stop there just just a second. You're right on on that. uh, Then the troops leave. See, people do not realize they did not sue for peace after what they call the war between the states or the civil war. What they did was they created a document called the cessation of hostilities. In other words, technically speaking, we are still under a status of war, but they're manifesting what we would call a peaceful aspect, kind of like a rest from the fighting. And uh, here again, it's exactly as you're saying. See, people don't realize there is none of the money paid to the uh, the, uh, IRS that goes to the American people. It is paying that particular debt. Nineteen makes a statement, what debt? You're getting into quasi-adhesion right. contract because if you fail to break or not declare that, then um, um, uh, you uh, have accepted it. See, silence uh, in a court, man. If you don't refute it, i mean, here to tell you it's now, uh, uh, beginning after about three moves, it's now a statement of fact. And so this is where this debt comes in. I understand how you think about it, and I used to think about it that way, too. But as I began to realize, you know, the interconnectedness of humanity and uh, how this mess is set up and yet in reality, it's really on a biblical basis or a scriptural basis and understanding. And uh, that's where your law and your finance comes from. Please continue, MJ. Okay, when I first got started on this route about... um uh let's see. This is back in oh six, oh five, ten years back. I got into the same thing. I was like, what debt? There is no debt, it's all Federal Reserve, and, and this is a childish infantile argument. Okay? A child in the in the in a grown man's house is subject to whatever the grown man is gonna say you're gonna do. Alright? Yep. And if you don't stand up and stake a claim, and establish your own house. Remember what the Scripture says? For this cause, a a man shall leave his mother and father. He shall take a wife, and those two shall become one. Then the Scripture says, honor thy father and thy mother. So what did the founding fathers do? They honored their father and their mother. They gave declaration unto the world. They gave declaration unto the father and the mother. They wrote it. Uh, it is a decent respect to the opinions of mankind to impel the causes, of uh, uh, to, to, uh, to state the causes which impel our separation. Okay, so if you don't like it, state the causes which would impel your separation, state your claim, and move out of the house and become a man and take a wife. Otherwise, they see you as a little child subject to the rules of the house of the man the man of the house, and if you don't like it, that's too bad okay yep. i mean that's how it, that's how it is and and yep. the more I studied after fifteen hours fifteen thousand hours or more studying the scriptures, the world is moving by these scriptures, and if you don't understand the spiritual i don't mean that thou shall not commit adultery, don't go to sleep you know flesh. Nothing to do with the flesh, you know. Romans seven fourteen says the law is spiritual, and so when it says don't commit adultery, it don't have nothing to do with whether or not you know you go uh, fondle the next door neighbor's wife. It got nothing to do with that. All right, it has to do with uh, uh, um, things of the mind, things that are. You know, that's why the scripture says it doesn't, it, what goes into a man's mouth does not defile him. What defiles him is what comes out of his mouth. Okay, because you declare it. Remember, remember what is the method of, of, of uh, creation? And God said, Let there be light. And God saw, observed the light. And God named the light. So, so what did he do after he established and created the, this nation state called Adam? he then he set, he set the mother and the father over this nation state and he called their name Adam he then he then brought all the cattle all the animals before Adam to see what he would name them okay because a man he if you're going to have a righteous house then all the equities have to be have to be accounted for in your house otherwise you can't do justice and so you have little children arguing about, well, I don't know if they're dead or not. But what are you talking about? I mean, if you, had, if you were the grand man and, and it was your house and you were supposed to keep up with all the properties and all the equities and all the interests and all the titles in your house to, to the people who were taking shade under this tree of righteousness that God planted in the earth, okay, put you at the head of it, you wouldn't be very righteous. If you didn't have a means by which you could keep up with the equities, okay. Now, if the people, um, if the people make unwise decisions, and the state is is, is uh, goes headlong into into bankruptcy, and states can be sold, absolutely they can be sold, okay, and they are sold. They they're mortgaged to the hilt, okay. And, and therefore, the people who are undertaking in that state are subject to that debt, and that debt is equally on all their, so on all their shoulders. But now look, have you left, okay? You're the, you're the neo. You say, I'm going to go in here, I'm going to show these people how to leave the Federal Reserve District. Great. You show them how to quit paying tax. Wonderful. Have they left the United States Districts? Absolutely not. Not until they honor their father and their mother, they step forth and make an international claim, they declare themselves before the world, and they step out and they go take a wife, a citizen. A citizen would come to them and say, I want to be married to you. Okay? And then can they step out away from the United States districts and go, this is, this is what the Bible calls. A planting of the Lord in Isaiah, a tree of righteousness, okay, which is planted of God in the earth. And then you now go to the parable of the vineyard, and you see that the the vineyard was let out to husbandmen, And it's the Lord's doing. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, then you're not called to be a husband, at least not yet, because you don't have enough knowledge to step forth and do these things. It may be something you desire, but then again, it may not be. It may not be for you. In, in other words, if you're called to do whatever you're called to do, do that, and 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 that's your purpose. Go find your purpose and do that, and and everything's gonna be fine. I mean, I'm telling you. You know, I mean, it's just having the faith to just go find your purpose in the world, and having the faith to just go do that. And uh, somebody else may be called to a completely different purpose. That's not the same. Not everybody is called to the same. Not everybody has the same gifts. So, you know, can we still go help people and, and say, okay, let me show you how this this the uh, Federal Reserve central – let's call it central banking because let's get out of the, the domestic side of it. Let's go international. Okay, let's call it central banking. Okay, so – can we opt out of the central banking schemes? Yes, you can. Okay? Yes, you can. But then when you come up another level and you come up to the state level where the districts are, then you say, well, they've created a whole other layer of control. It's called the SDRs, the special, special drawing rights. And all of the central banking uh, um, systems of the world opt in, and they trade in what's called the SDR. Can you opt out of that? Well, not unless you have standing at the table, and you wouldn't have standing at the table unless you're a head of state. And therefore, if you're a citizen, you got no standing at the table, and therefore you're subject to a higher power. Also, subject to a higher power. And you start to see these things that Paul wrote exactly what he meant. Romans 13, people, and I'm, I'm chief in it. I was, I twist Romans 13 to whatever my heart's desire was. And the more I've studied and studied and studied, Paul wrote exactly what he meant. Just like when, when, uh, when uh, uh, Jesus is standing before Pilate, and Pilate says to him, what is truth? And he's standing before the truth. He's standing before the enlightened mind, and he says, what is truth? The world doesn't know what truth is, but Pilate, but then the enlightened one says back to Pilate, you wouldn't be there unless my father allowed it. Okay, the 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 Pope people got so pissed with me last week, man. I'm talking, man, people were furious with me last week. I'm talking about, man, what are you talking about? And I'm like, say hey, man, that guy wouldn't be there. The whole system wouldn't be there unless the same God you're sitting there saying you bow to didn't allow it. So, you know, go smoke on that one for a while. You know? I mean, come on. So he is there. So what are you going to do about it? You know, And it's like, okay, what can I do about it? Well, what can I do about it lawfully? Okay, Because he holds both swords. He holds the temporal sword, which he let out to the kingdoms of the world, and he holds the spiritual sword. And you say, no, he doesn't.
2: No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> I don't need to bow to him to go to God. That's right. You don't. But where did you step forward and stake your own claim before the, the, the king of kings so that you step forward and said, I've got my own claim and I'm going to undertake it." okay, with honor to your father and your mother? Because the whole world works on, the, on succession, on, aposto- on apostolic, the idea of, of our successors. That's why the pope is an office, the office of the fisherman. And many different men have filled the office of the pope, okay? And many men after him will fill the office of the pope, okay? But but with honor, because, I mean, look, unless I've come forward and staked the claim on the earth, then what should, what should I be doing? I should be submitting to his rule. Because how am I going to sit here and run my mouth and say the guy's an SOB and I haven't stepped forth with honor on my shoulders and said, the government's going to be on my shoulders. Well, if I haven't done that, who am I to open my mouth? Because what I am is a complete hypocrite. Okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn the law, I'm going to learn international law, and I'm going to learn divine law. Above all law, learn divine law. And so... Here we find ourselves in the year of the Jubilee. Okay, we're in the year of the Jubilee. So what? Well, the, the Jubilee says all debts.
2: all debts. Well,
0: what does the scripture say about debt? Debt is synonymous with debt. All sin and sin oh. oh. of the law. And go back and look at that old law, it, it, which ain't old at all. Because he says, My words the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We go back and look at that old law. So we say, Hold on a minute. If, if I broke the law, I gotta go I gotta show up before the priest. And the priest says, Well, you know, you didn't mean to, it I see that your intent wasn't to break it. So, okay, here's the fine. Yeah, you had to pay the shekel. You had to pay that silver shekel. Whatever the currency of the temple is is the currency of the temple. And if the currency of the temple is notes, the currency of the temple is notes. So it says, okay, here's what you got to pay. Okay? And so you step forth and you pay it, whatever. So therefore, all sin leads to debt. All sin leads to debt. There's debt debt. And then you go, check me out on this. You will find, when you look up the word hell, and, and go back to the, to the plays, the Shakespeare's plays, you'll find that in the old days, um, the 1600s, you know, uh, around that time, that, uh, that hell was synonymous with being in debt to the s checker, And the s checker was the king's bank. So if you were in debt to the king, you were in hell. Okay, so debt synonymous, synonymous with, with death synonymous with slavery, okay, because the scripture says that he who is in debt
2: is a slave
0: to the lender. So now we got a system where 55 guys stepped out and underwrote the debt of the, of the Confederacy, the union that already existed but, oh, by the way, weren't paying their bills to the king, all right? So the 55 step in and underwrite it, and they said, okay, we'll stand surety for it. Okay? So they stand surety for it. They took a loan. They took a loan from the King of France, which was, by the way, the King of France got his money from the S-Checker. All right? So there was a little bit of a loan. 18
2: million coins were
0: were transferred across the S-Checker to King Louis, who who then uh, funds the the colonists. The colonists use up all that money, and those high-spirited, Minute Men, when the money stopped flowing, guess what they did? They went home, all right, because they had not pledged. Their heart wasn't in it. They were in it for the money. In fact, the fact of the matter is most of them didn't even do anything. Most of them sat at home and watched TV and listened to the radio. I mean, did, did what they did, smoked their tobacco, and did not get involved because they knew to get involved with this whole deal was treason, and it meant their debt if they lost. So they weren't going to get involved. Why get involved, man? I might die. But guess what? They sure did get the benefit of it. And what kind of benefit did they get? Well, they were called free, you know, in name only. So, oh, by the way, boys, you gonna pay back the debt, okay? Because we underwrote your debt and you're going to pay it back. So, who created the Constitution for who? those fifty five was the unincorporated association, a UBO those guys made a constitution for the United States of America so that the United States of America could pay back its debt all right so who stands surety for who who's being held in trust who is the who is the servant to who and then and then you start to realize, hold on a minute, this entire system is built on on debt and sin okay is defined in the scripture. as transgression transgressing the law. So okay we have we have a perfect definition. the state's got its law people say, oh, that's man's law. hold on a minute, man. We are talking about the divine mind here, right? Yeah okay there's a mirror that mirrors down in the earth. It may not be, the perfect, just like Paul said, I see through a glass darkly, a mirror darkly, and there is a mirror that's in the earth, and it may not be the perfect, pristine image, but it is exactly the same image.
2: Yeah. Okay. And
0: and so when you transgress the laws of state, what happens? There is a debt that has to be paid. Yeah. Okay. Now, so, uh, who, there, who is the head? Well, this, these guys um, made a claim in 1302, and nobody stepped forth and said, you're wrong. Mm-mm. Nope, we're not going to stand for that. No, uh, just the opposite. There wasn't a peep to be heard. And so they got their claim, their undertaking in it. And guess what? Look around. Turn on your TV. Every time any head of state goes to meet with that fellow called the Pope, they get down on their hands and knees and kiss his ring. Yep. Okay. Right. Now, if that is not, not enough for you, then I don't know. I can't. T- I can't help you. If you can't see that, then I, I don't think you're going to see anything. And you can sit here and t- tell me about how. Oh yes, but we're supposed to be priests. I know what you're supposed to be. I know what I'm supposed to be. But the question is, do I do it? Okay, and that's the question. That's why the blessings in the hand of the doer. Not the one who says, well, you know, it ought to be like this. It should be like this. It's the perfect world. Well,
2: I mean, we do it to ourselves.
0: So, like, you know, I mean, like, for instance, if we want to come out and away from the taxation game, just this past week, we had a guy who um, the IRS said, hey, you owe us, like, $18,000. Well, he showed them how, how he had done away with them by opting out of that system, and he would no longer endorse the, the, the Federal Reserve. And so not only did the IRS forgive the 18, they gave him another two, okay, because they gave him interest on the, on, on the loan. And so, uh, by the way, getting IRS interest on a loan is like 8%, which is like one of the best investments you can get today. It's ridiculous. But that's, that's a tangent. But the point is, yes, he got away from the Federal Reserve District. I mean, great. At least he doesn't have to pay tax on top of the the pittance he makes, you know, now but um but has he left the United States district? The answer is no. No. So maybe he's okay to do that. Maybe he's okay to submit to the to the rule of um, the trustees that hold the state in trust. Is, is he okay to do that? Maybe he is. And maybe he's okay to just get that, you know, relief from that tax burden. And that's fine if that's if that's what's on his heart. He can do that, and no let no man judge you if you have a clear conscience, you have power with God, you know yep. so um and so, well, okay, what if I'd like to come forth and say, you know i um I want to make a claim in the jubilee and i I'd, I'd like to I'd like to step away from this, and I would like you to perform your office because the jubilee says all debts will be released Absolutely. okay well let's let's talk about that for a second, okay. So you do that, so you write the you write the office of the Pope and you say, "I'm claiming in jubilee, okay, very well, I don't know how they would go about erasing all the debt, but I can't guarantee if you're like ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people on 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 the earth today, everything since birth has been a public act. every yeah. single deed since birth has been a public act it, It's easy they knew everything about your life. I mean everything. And now people have got these things in their house called Xboxes and all these other things. Now they don't even have to, you know, you just brought their entire spy network into your house. This thing's got an audio receiver on it. It's got a camera on it. You walk into the room, it says, hello, you know, NJ, how you doing? And it's like, (laughs) it recognizes you just, and people are sitting there thinking, yeah, you know, I got privacy. I yeah, see. I have a, I have a team member uh, on the RV team. And um, I'm not going to tell you what attachment, but nevertheless, uh, it's a high-level team. Right. And um, this lady was uh, at her place uh, somewhere between the Atlantic and the Pacific and uh, between the Gulf of Mexico and Canada. And she kept having this feeling that someone was watching her. Well, her computer was... Uh, you know, it was on an idle standby sleep type mode and, a, you know, monitor being off. And she happened to turn around and look and she caught an image in her monitor. And it was a handler observing her through the television set. And consequently, I mean, I got a call right off the bat, you know, on that. But uh, that's, that's absolutely correct. Samsung comes... Whether it's a telephone TV or what, it's an automatic uh, recording, sensing uh, intel device. Uh, we lived in San Antonio when they started testing the in-home security systems, and they were using just the telephone lines, the Mall Bell. Man, that receiver uh, is one of the hottest damn mics in the country. And uh, you know, I mean, you, know, you begin to go back and you look at all this, but another thing to do with this particular thing right now. See, when Lincoln first went to war, it was April 19th, 1861, Executive Order 1 and 100. Well, we're at April um, 17th today. 18th, you got to refile. Now, if you refile back into their system during the Jubilee or the first uh, few days after the Jubilee uh, extends into the next go-round, Guess what? You're back under contract again.
1: You renewed, renewed,
0: and, okay, and uh, when you look at April 19th, you know, I mean, that's a couple days out, so to speak. Okay, we we just had the IRS is going to update. They went to August 18th, I mean, uh, um, April 18th. Eight and one is nine. April is when you get the water given. April showers bring May flowers. So he's telling you that you're watering the plant, the fruit of production, and it's the nice stage of completion, and you're doing it right here, right now. Because this is when they go to war. They go at this time. And uh, when you look, uh, if you look at uh, October 14, 2016, again, that's, back, that's in your movie Back to the Future. That and the other uh, particular time. So, I mean you you all this is is hidden right here in front of us it's just that we've been asleep at the wheel and uh that ain't a good place to be but go ahead michael no, no yeah you're right and and asleep at the wheel remind me to uh, at the end I'd like to tie in uh, Ia, uh, uh Enlil, and, uh anu and anu uh, and I'll bring that in in a minute but uh yeah. um so uh uh the thing with the Jubilee is, is say you come in and you, you you do your file and you say, Okay, great, I, I I claim Jubilee. That's divine law. Um you you're claiming to undertake in the heavens and the earth. You're claiming to hold the spiritual and the temporal sword. No one has ever stepped forth and said, No, you don't have it. There's been a long period of custom and usage. And as a result, it's just like Gamaliel told the boys in regard regard to Paul. They said, "If this thing be of God, hold on a minute, boys. Don't be so quick. Let's stand back and watch.
2: That's it. This
0: ain't of this ain't of God. This is gonna be. This is this gonna be a Johnny come lately. He's gonna be up and gone tomorrow. But lo and behold, right. that that church has been there a long time. And uh, so, all right. So here they go. You, you come in with your uh, claim. You say, I want it all released.' Hey, but let me tell you something. Ain't no kind of slave like a returning slave." And you get your release. You turn around and you file right back into it, and you put that debtor back in your head. I ain't no slave like a returning slave. I mean, what they do when they walked out of Egypt? He said, "Okay, you, you, you we're, we're leaving." They came, they, they, they went through, and, and I know the Red Sea is emotion, and I know that I know all about the internal. But let's, let's let's externalize it for a moment. They get to this place of bitter waters called Mara. And they, they say, "Gosh, Moses, you let us out here just so that we could die," and you know it got real rough on them, and 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 they and let's appoint a captain to lead us back to Egypt. All right, well, ain't no slave like a returning slave, and so you know if you're gonna if you're gonna say, "Okay, I want out, release," I, Go back and read that law again in Exodus. Go back and be careful about it. It said, if the slave did not wish to remain in his master's house, then he could come to his master and claim jubilee. But if he wished to stay, then the master brought him before the judges. In other words, he brought him to the post, and he drove that you know, awl that, that, uh, through his ear. And he said, all right, look, you can stay in my house. And you serve me forever. Okay. So, um, so I mean, you know, to, to, to leave and get all of the debt released and to do nothing but to go right back into debt is really, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, but in my opinion it's the height of double mindedness. You know, it's like, okay, let's let's remove the debt and let's get away from it. Let's not go back into debt, period. All right. So okay. Um, so, what you know, what's going to happen after that? And that's why I said to you last week, Gary, I mean, I was sort of, in one sense, a little bit um, had trepidation about even bringing it up because, in another sense, I thought to myself, what then afterwards, okay? Do yeah. people know how to be, how to take the, the rule upon their shoulder and to, and to really um, hold their own court? Have they been taught how to sit in their own court, you know? Um, not really.
2: You know, Mm
0: -hmm. and uh, but to go to that to go to that level at this point in time, see, something has got to happen to break the back of the corporate claim, the artificial structured corporate claim. Now, since we can have the year of release, the year of peace, the year of redress, the jubilee of freedom here again, as you're stating, see, people now have to step to this next level. You see that in the story of Moses in Sinai or the wilderness of Sinai
2: because mm-hmm.
0: those that were uh, above a certain age, uh, say 21, uh, hell, they were setting their ways. They wasn't going to change. You couldn't tell them a damn thing. They had to die off in the wilderness of ignorance. Right. Then those that would come up had been taught and prepared and instructed, and that's what we're doing right now. We're helping to wake up this younger generation. Because they're going to have to go through. Some of us old salts are going to walk through this thing unharmed, unfettered, and unchained. But we're going to have to be wiser than the serpent. And yet harmless as a dove, if we're going to do that, we have to administer the true knowledge of healing. And see, so this is the thing. we got people. There's war in the camp, folks. I mean, everybody's got a state of war going on here. I mean, they want to go to Guns N' Roses yesterday, you know. That's true. And I would say it like this. Um. Let's say it like this, um, and, I, and I'll use numbers that are very crazy, but just to make my point, you know. Um, if if, a, if a, um, an alien force showed up tomorrow in, in, war, in their warships, it, in other words, if we perceive it to be warships, and we decide that we're going to go to war against this alien force because we think it's a threat, I mean, you know, here we are 6,000 years getting to the technology that we have now. We're going to go to war against a force that's, you know, what, a couple of hundred million years in the making. And uh, and we think we're going to win. And and what I'm telling you is, like you said on a call a while back, most people can't even pray one station of the cross. The Pope prays all 14. You
2: know?
0: <laughs> that's correct. It's why they want to go to war <laughs> you know, I, I don't believe I want to go to war against that. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking it's me. Maybe you do. I, I don't. You know, I'm like okay, okay. Where is my refuge? Well, I go to Psalm 91. It said you know the Most High God. I, I take my shadow in the in the cleft of the rock and El Shaddai for YHWH is my is my and um, whom I trust and Elohim yeah. is my Elohim my Judge. Therefore, that's where I'm going to, that's where I got to go. And that's where I have to be clothed. And that's where I have to remain. And and I can't come over here and say, I got my army and I'm going to go (laughs) to, what army have I got? They're going to throw me a tin can crown and say, okay, Mr. King, what are you going to do now? And uh, watch while we go ahead and just, you know, send our weakest guy out here, Rab Shecky. He said, I got to tell you what. You go on and give me some pledges, and I'll give you 200 y- horses if you even got 200 men to ride them, you know. Come on. Yeah. All right? So uh-huh. Isaiah 36. So what did he say to do? He said, because I come up here for war. I mean, you boys are playing games. Now, I've come up here for war. And uh, so what's it going to be? you going to get me pledges so I can go back t- to my king? Or, or, you know, and, and don't tell me you trust God. Come on. You tore down his altars. Go to Isaiah 36 and read it. You tore down all the altars to God. You don't trust God. It's lip service.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, you know, they're, they're playing games. They are not playing yeah. games. And this is not a game of, well, you know, we'll just sit here and wait around and see what happens. uh uh-uh. I mean the time is drawing real nigh, and uh, you know uh, these 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 altars that are in the land. Um, you look at that pyramid that's sitting down there in Egypt. <laughs> I tell you, you do a little research on that pyramid. It's not a grave. That pyramid is an altar. It yeah, is it's a platform. Yep, and even and the scripture says it is. Isaiah nineteen nineteen. It is an altar built unto the Lord.
2: Absolutely.
0: And uh, you look on your $1 bill, look at the altar on top of uh, George Washington's head. They're not playing play that. games. That that you altar, know? though, is, is representative at the altar that is at Jekyll Island. And when they symbolically went in and kicked that in a prayer state, what they done was they assaulted the foundation because of true knowledge and application of divine or mental law in it proper application is far more powerful than anything that is put together in the physical. And see, this is why that kick in this symbolic story this man told uh, about Jekyll Island and uh, and the different things there uh, is revealing the power that we literally have. But, damn, it, if we don't rise up and take this great power, well, you can't take it if you don't understand it. I, yeah, you're right. You're going to give us 200 horses. Ain't a man out there can fight last out of a gun, much less riding. And, and see, that's the deal. And that's what we're doing right now. I, I understand all these different voices, you, different ones around the country, every one of them, Robert Fox, man, he was screaming this to to the high heavens. He yes, spoke from as much as he knew and understood, just like all of us have. I mean, I've run across and been neck and neck with some uh, some really great, wise men and women. But the thing of it is, is timing and proper application or motive for the application. See, everybody wants to be free, but they want to be free from everything. There is no such thing as being free from everything. We're all connected, whether you like it or whether you don't. It don't make a damn bit of difference, but that is the fact. Yes. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I would say it like this, and, and i in total agreement with what you said, is that uh, we want to be real careful um, because about boasting. We don't want to boast. All we want to do is say, if it wasn't for the power of God, the Most High in me, with the Spirit poured out in me, I am a transmitting vessel coming to you in the name of Yahweh today, and it wasn't for the power of God, the spirit of God in me. There'll be no, you know, i mean, hey, Who am I? Yeah, I'm just one Well It voice. says we are, it says we are uh, uh, his kings and his priests. We are his ministers, his witnesses. We're the, the trumpet blowers. The trumpet blowers. Therefore, here, here, here it is. It is the glory of a king to... It's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the glory of the king to reveal it. So here we are revealing these, these truths, but it's only the, the ability to reveal that God allows. So all, we're like transmitting utilities, you know, and we can't say, hey, man, hey, bow to my – no, don't bow to me. Just say, hey, man, if you, if you get down with this, if this resonates with you, now, you know, let's hear your voice.
2: Let's hear what yeah. you have
0: to say. You know, and yeah. and so you know, there's lots of voices. There, Joel, chapter two, and that day I will pour out my spirit upon the sons and daughters. And people say, "Hold on a minute, it's the latter days. We're in it." Well, according to St. Paul, according to St. Paul, the latter days started about two thousand years ago. Go read the book. Of Absolutely, you're in the head of the class. Damn it.
2: That is not so, right on
0: the money. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's the latter days, plural. So, you know, that's a let that start a long time ago. So, you know, can you hear? Do you have do you have two ears? 'Cause you know, see Peter cut off one of the ears of the centurion, Jesus put it back on. And so the point is, is do you have you got a fleshly ear? You can hear that, but do you have two ears? Do you have ears plural to to hear? Can you hear the spirit? Because it says in the Holy Spirit said, so Today if you can hear his voice, now is the time. Okay, today, and so the point is, is, is one one guy comes out, like Gary, man, he's like, you know, just, I mean, you've been at this for a while, and, you know, I was sitting there going, man, this guy, some of the stuff, but I put it on the shelf, and I was like, all right, so then years later, I could hear his voice, like, it's like, okay, I can get down with it now, because I could find it in the scriptures, you know, and I could hear him in conformance, because I went back, like, the Bereans and said, hold on a minute here. Can I find this in the scriptures? And when once I started to see into the scriptures about what you were saying, Gary, all those years, I was like, okay. Now, you know, it's different now. It's come alive for me. It's no longer, you know, external to me. It's internal. It's my being. It's my way of life. So, you know, it's repugnant to me that, you know, there would be slavery. But... People are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and therefore, if the people voluntarily submit themselves, okay, to endorse a system that enslaves them, what they really are finding is that there's no one standing at the in front of the uh, the locked door. Hell, the door's wide open. I mean, go watch that movie. What is it? Congo with the uh, about the. Cuba Gooding Jr. and the, that guy from *Silence of the Lambs* about how he lived with these apes. At the very end, they go into the zoo, and the old gray silverback sitting there in the zoo, and he says, "Just open his door." He's so beat down right now. He said he, he he's long since forgotten what it means to be free. He won't come out of this cage. There's no one at the door. Deep vendetta, but she gets beat all the way down and. Then then he he, he, he threatens her with with her life and says, kill her. And then then all of a sudden he flips and he says, you can go free. And she can't even bring herself to peek out the door. And the the point point of the matter is is we created this prison. And when we can change our form of thought, when we can change the way we perceive the world, if we – Quit looking at the world from a state of fear and a state of uh, debt and a state of bondage. And if we can come away from that, because we are eternally none if we see ourselves in a separated position. But when we start to see ourselves as one connected body, we are eternally one. Okay, so you can't say that just because our skin is different color or our religion is different, that you know was just that. No, no, sorry, Bob.
1: We yeah, are I know. eternally
0: I, I, that, connected. This very thing you're saying right now happened to uh, to Beth and I yesterday at Walmart in Lake Charles. Uh, there was two young. Uh, I don't know how young. I mean, hell, they were they were really nice looking black ladies. You know, uh, dressed well. You know, nice hair. I mean, hell, you know these were these were really ladies. And we were talking and. um I said, ma'am, I said, the real issue is that they want to keep us divided. You, me, my, our, we, them, whatever. I said, ma'am, color doesn't have a damn thing to do with it. We're really all one. When we come to that knowledge, I said, there will be peace. Until uh, Until we come to that knowledge, there will be war. Because every man is seeking his own good. He doesn't look out for his own fellow man. And there's only okay six hundred and thirteen Cupid knots of the law. Yes. that ten commandments. But in reality, one and zero is binary, so that's two. And he he said the greatest is this, but the second is likened to the first. These, everything else hangs on, and it's always the divine aspect, and us in relationship to our fellow connected man, woman, child, regardless wherever we are. That is our neighbor who we're standing next to. And the beautiful thing is that the priests that come to realize this, that at some point you say to yourself, why aren't they telling everybody? Why are they keeping it silent? Well, all of a sudden the other day I was like, well,
2: If they would have told me these things,
0: when I was a holy carnal man, I would have seized on it by carnality and said, okay, I'll take one of them Mercedes Benz, and I'm going to want at least two or three wives, and and make sure they're beautiful, okay? And then, you know, I'm going to need uh, um, at least a million-dollar home, and uh, what else can I get for myself, okay? (laughs) It's going to be all me, 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 okay? But I had to be beat down to the point where I saw you. And I said, hold on a minute, it ain't just me, it's us. Because, you know, if I want all these things, it ain't a zero-some game. For me to have these things, you got to be without them. Because where am I, I going to get all these things except that you got paid $5 now and I got paid 200 you know? So hold on. You know, we start to say, hold on, let's love each other. Okay, well, how are we going to do that? you got to start somewhere. You start with the little stuff. You start in your community. You start with, I had a friend of mine the other day. We were at the Lowe's, and this this old man couldn't
2: reach this piece of wood. He was having all sorts of trouble. My friend said, boy, he reached up, and he got the wood for it. I was like, yeah, the little stuff, you know, and it's the little stuff. And, And I don't know.
0: I mean, everybody wants to say, how do I get more money in my bank account? Whatever, man. It, you know, it'll make you happy for all about a day, and then you know, be <laughs> right back at it again, right back in that war. And uh, so, I don't know. I I I thought about it. I was like, okay, what are we going to do about this, you know, jubilee? Well, and then and then I had guys telling me, how do I even write a claim? And I was like, isn't a claim saying, hey, I in the name of my king? I come claiming you know I mean, right? I mean, how hard is it But well i mean i I mean see just... like the reason the reason I've done this is because I have studied so much of the testaments of you know old scriptures torah um of, you know different religious beliefs, et cetera um I was forced by the state of Louisiana on property we have under trust there for the children um. To allow union oil out of Houston via a let's say the oil industry contractor in uh Lafayette and um so I either had to take and create a contract or accept whatever in the hell the state wrote, which means they could control everything they could you know they could they could come right next to your front door out here and put an oil rig up if that's what they wanted yeah and uh I wrote the contract so that they couldn't do certain things, and I knew how they claimed the longevity of a lease. And so I put in there the clause referring to the 50th year, the year of Jubilee, the year of release. Oh, nice. And that in the 50th year, all right, title, and claim would return to full vested in the trustee and beneficiaries of said trust as directed by the corpus or body of the said trust. And um, I wrote it up, you know, and done it that way. Well, hell, they accepted it. And brother, let me tell you, they tore the roads up trying to get to uh, um, at the seat up there, the parish seat, to file that paper. I mean, they sent a special courier the next day to do that. They didn't know the law. Mm-hmm. Well, when the law comes down, I'm in the year of jubilee, the year of release. I know that the Pope you can come in the name of the damn king or queen if you want, but if you're coming under the authority of the Pope, you might go well just That's right. You That's you right. might go well just wake a Sam hell up. Now if I make that statement and I file it in that document, I have technically and legally and lawfully directed through all the different aspects of said trust that are created as ruling controllers all the way to the papal see. Whether he sits in two places or not, as a Franciscan and as a Jesuit. But he is the controlling, directing head. He is the false prophet because people are listening to this physical attitude and aspect, not understanding that it's really teaching them a spiritual inner principle. But until said time as they wake up, they will be under these taskmasters. Because these are the design smiths that are blowing on the coals of our fiery trial in order to wake us up as a species, as a race, as a body of people. So, say then, I'll come full circle. He said, thou shalt not
2: commit adultery. Well, what does the the spiritual man, the, the hypocritical spiritual man do when he says, well, you know, I mean, I'm going to claim in the name of the Bible, but, you know, this guy's a false prophet, and I'm not going to keep committing adultery. He's mixing one law form with another. And if you do
0: so without knowledge,
2: you do so to your
0: peril. But now comes Michael Joseph speaking for his family, a regenerate man in the, in the spirit of Christ, under Christ, in Christ. Uh, and claiming on behalf of himself and his heirs and his family okay in the name of Christ okay as my king
2: and
0: in the name of the pope i understand his claim he is the he holds the claim the office of the pope holds the claim over the entire earth because The beneficiary of Unum Sanctum is the prince over papal land, and he claims the entire earth. So he let out his claim to the crown, to one of the kingdoms, and he's the prince over papal lands. Okay, so therefore, okay, he's got the claim on the lands. That's the first set of K trusts. Then there's the second one we talked about, right, and then the third one. So unless I come back through his office, claiming in the name of my king, okay, because what does it say of Jesus? He is the king of kings, okay? So, okay, if, what I have to do is, is say, and I sign off, I am Michael Joseph Melchizedek in Christ, okay? And, I mean, I am giving, and I am, I, I am recognizing his office. I'm recognizing his claim. I am recognizing his authority, which is vested in him. If it wasn't vested in him, he wouldn't be there. So it's there, and and you, you can you can sit here and you can say, oh well, I don't agree. Well, okay, then don't agree. You do what your conscience tells you to do. Okay, but okay, but this this like uh, you said, this this uh, this Smith is there to refine me. It says our God is a refining fire, and so uh, Hebrews twelve twenty nine. And who does God use to refine? Other men and women. Okay, so I mean, uh, he said, he said, the Potter, and He will make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor." And it is the it is the Potter, and so you you just
2: say, okay,
0: um, after you know the trial, thank you for the good, thank you for the you know what the I perceive to be the not so good, but in reality, all things work for the good for those who love the Lord because. The negative side is only my perception of it being negative because, really, it was for my good. (laughs) It's just only because we receive loss and we give judgment and we observe it, then we say, oh, okay, we're going to attribute that as a negative thing, but in reality, it's a positive thing. Uh, And so we judge. That's why he said be careful how you judge lest you be judged and be careful how you meet out judgment because in the manner in which you meet out judgment is the manner in which
2: you will be
0: judged, okay? So we want to be real careful about how we judge other things. We want to be real careful about committing adultery and mixing. If you're going to be a priest, be a priest. You know, don't play games. Step out, get knowledge, search it, seek it with all your heart, get it and be the priest. But
2: don't sit here and say, well, you know, this is man's law, and that's God's law, and we don't mix the two. No, know, what? There is no man's
0: law without God's law. God's law understands. God's law understands all of it. Now, you know, man is ignorant, says, let's throw it off, but there is no canon without divine law. That's Period. correct. That's it. They to, there has to be divine law. For them to claim, as you said, that canon law. That is their standing authority. Because what did Abimelech, what was he told? You can't curse true Israel. Them that's got this knowledge or the power of the hell with them and can operate using, you cannot defeat them. But if you can get them to fail to keep this true knowledge, you have broken their contract with blessing and life then you can destroy them because the law itself will destroy us. Isn't that what we're doing? Uh, every issue of our life is out of our thoughts, our mind, our heart. We don't believe in God? Good. No, it says God. Well, God is good. But I make good and I make evil. Why? I'm the double-edged sword. If I'm not thinking good and blessing, prosperity, good success, and how to help my fellow men then I am automatically thinking on the other edge of that blade. Well, a man said to me the other day, he said, you know, I think I got cancer. And I said, do you believe it? He said, well, the doc told me I had cancer. said I had to go take some pills and this, that, and the other. I said, do you believe it? He said, what do you mean, do I believe it? I said, do you believe it? Do you believe this wizard called a doctor just pronounced the curse of cancer over you? Now the witch doctor called sorcerer shows up with pills. Enter the salesman's stage left to sell you the pills, so he can live in a mansion and you can continue to live in a shack. Do you believe it? Yeah. Do you believe okay. you got cancer? Because the moment you believe true. it, you it's observe true. it, and you got it. It don't matter if you don't have it. You got it, and you will get it. That's it. You take your damn claim. You've accepted it. You've
2: accepted for
0: value.
2: <laughs> so hey. You say,
0: "Hey, I don't believe it." Well, there you go. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is is the is the guy who believes he has cancer is he going to get cancer? Yeah, he's going to get it. What if he doesn't have cancer at the time, but he believes he's got it? Guess what? He's going to get it. Got it. That's it. And so that the guy comes the along thing. and says, "Hey, I got you this pill here. You start taking this pill, and it'll help you fight your cancer." Does he? <laughs> Maybe he just had symptoms of mass cancer. But the guy said to him, hey, if you take this pill, it'll fight your cancer. And it'll make you healthy again. Well, guess what? He started to believe in another man's word, and he couldn't hear his own inner voice saying, you don't have cancer. What the hell are you doing going to this witch doctor? And, you know, so we've all fallen prey to it. I'm not saying that I'm somehow immune from it, but I quit going to the doctor. Well, I guess it's been about uh, close to ten years, and you know, I got rid of all the the insurances as well back then. And 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 I just believe if we eat right, if we 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 use medicines that have been given to us in the earth, the you know, oils, and, and just I mean, it's all there for us. And you know, guy the other day was second witness. He came at me and said, "Hey, man, it's all in the gut." Get your gut right, and a lot of this stuff, which is a result of, you know, leaky gut, which is just a term they use for some condition. It just basically means your, your gut's been destroyed by antibiotics because you listen to some clown down here who said, hey, you've got a flu. You need to take you some kind of Zithro pack or some shit. And so you go down there and you say, okay, I'll take this, and you do it and you feel better. And you say, there you go, I'm better. Well, guess what? You just destroyed your gut. Yep. And so you feel better with your flu. Well, guess what? You know, on, all of a sudden, the autoimmune, your immunity is so beat down that that all of a sudden, you know, the limes, the, the chromes, the MS, all the autoimmune spectrum is wide open because the immunity is so low. So it's like, hold on. Now what do I do? Do I plunge headlong in fear? No. I get... Praise to the Lord. And I'm like, thank you, Father, for that, too, because, you know, I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to smile, and I'm going to laugh over that, too. Wait a minute. You think
2: that, you hold know.
0: it. Hold it. We say that all the time, and none of us usually stop and really think about what we just said. You said praise mm-hmm. to the Lord. The word hallelujah mm-hmm. is really hallelujah or yahwah. Yep what it means is I'm taking possession. I'm giving thanks for something that is already a fact. Praise to the Lord. The word Lord is a formula. The method of action that causes the creative process in an orderly controlled and directed fashion to manifest in matter. Yod impregnate through the window, okay? Into the bab or the walk. And she's going to manifest that through the last window. Hey, it's going to come back out. It can't come out. It's the same way it went in. It's got to come out changed. That's going to be sure. That's the baby. And that's where we have created and changed because we praise to the Lord. We praise to the knowledge and the power of the formula of creative thought. You want to act like a God? You want to think like a God? You better understand what that formula is telling you. Well, a guy asked me the other day. I agree exactly what you just said. Is that is that when we what defiles a man which comes out of his mouth? So if I say to myself, if I speak to you, hey man, I've got some disease. <laughs> damn, I just did it to myself. You know, yep. like damn, you know, why did I do that? Ignorance. But someone said to me the other day. They said, hey man, if you do this, make this claim. He said, what do you think is going to happen? I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I said, do you know what? Hell, they might send me a first-class ticket on their private jet to fly me to the Vatican. Hell, what do I, what do I care? I don't care what happens. It, it's like I i am going to stand as a Melchizedek priest with the rod in my hand, which is the word, and I'm going to use that divine law. It is my standing. It is my being. It is my, my way of life, and I'm going to claim in that in that divine law. And what they do? I don't care what they do. And so, whatever happens, it's for my good. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and see, just by the very fact that you do claim it, or or both of us are claiming it, what's going to happen is that we're kicking that damn altar of bail. And it can't prevail because nothing even in canon law, can override divine law. It must be a mirror image of it, or it itself is destined to failure. That's why you're well, seeing them through everything that they're doing right now. Listen here. The Briggs Bank, they back it up with gold. They just, normally, the president and the vice president never in the same room at the same time. For the last three or four days, they've been having special meetings where VP and Perez are all in the same room. Friend, the only time they do that if is it is a special action of war status of some type. You better stop and think about. It. Listen, I do believe that sometime after the nineteenth of this month, you very well could see the full devaluation of the dollar because they're refusing it all over the world. And the, yeah. the gold backed securities are already in place. He's taken those that were the hinder part, and he has exalted them right now. Because we failed to throw this shit out way back when, and our forefathers didn't know. I love them. I honor them. But the fact of the matter is, listen here, they built this goddamn P-Row we're riding in. And if we don't like it, we better figure out how to change it or what to do with it. We better become masters of the P-Row. Go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, you've got it in April. I had it in my books in May. I had it in May, but you very it well very it right for famous. April. I had it for May, and the reason I had it in May is because that's when I have it in my books when they can no longer service the interest on the debt, and therefore there's okay. nothing left to pay. When, 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 when Pentecost is going to be there, it's going to be the day that the law is instated. Now, it will depend on what law is instated by what the crap we do now. It could be May. So oh, April showers bring your May flowers. We'll know what the flowers gonna be in May. And uh, May Day, fifth day, fiftieth day. See all they, I mean, think about these old terms and what they were doing. Well, I mean, let's look at it like this. The yeah. uh, when Elijah went up that mountain, he took all those four hundred and fifty lawyers. I know it's just priests. Come on. They were lawyers. What I mean, the 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 crown, once they drove uh Britain into bankruptcy, the, the Crown defaulted on uh, the second uh the second testamentary trust and the crown, the city of London, the inner temple, there's a reason why it's called the the inner the, the ends and as why why the bar uh registers so called international agents to undertake here. No one can see. And they're they're the ones who are sitting there undertaking in the second testamentary trust now and and so you know but what did he do he walked up that mountain and he took on that 450 lot team of lawyers they called him Baal priests of the scriptures and he said yep all right let's see what your god can do and they cut themselves and they danced around the fire and all sorts of crap and elijah said go read me go check out the hebrew he said maybe maybe bale's on a bathroom break you know, it don't say it in English. Go look at the Hebrew. He's like, maybe he's just taking, you know, a bathroom break. And uh, <laughs> make fun a little bit. But no, oh, yeah. let's, let's, let's count the numbers real careful. Four
2: hundred
0: <laughs> four and five is nine. Okay, so what did he do? put to death those 490. Did he actually kill him? Come on, man. We don't serve a God that says, okay, if you don't do it my way, I'm going to kill every last one of them. That's a total misinterpretation uh, of the scriptures, you know. And he to put them to death means they no longer had standing in the temple. Yep. They were, you know, in other words, he had come out of Egypt, and now the the, the folks in Egypt, which held him in bondage, said, "Just please get out, go, yep. and here here, just just take it all, just get out." I mean, you were playing that's the crap the, out of us that's the same. That's the same story that you're teaching now that it says uh, you were dead and trespasses the sin the ignorance of the day you were walking around breathing sleeping you know doing whatever the hell you're doing but the end result of the actions of thought manifested in your life the end result is death but once you wake up to that he said now he hath raised and it means resurrected if you look that word up resurrected from what the ignorance of a damn state of mind that did not know what we were in the wilderness of AI. We didn't know where the hell we were, what the crap we were doing, and we had to go up the mountain, and we ain't went up there yet, so to speak. And so that's really all these things are occurring now. That's what this great wake up is that you're seeing. Man, this is marvelous in our sight. If it wasn't for the for the horrendous people that's out there, you wouldn't recognize the ones that are the light bearers.
2: Somebody had to carry somebody.
0: Are. Somebody had to work out the negative part of the story, and, and I would be – I have come to the point in my walk that I would be very, very hesitant to bring any cursing upon those who had to walk out the negative part of it because oh, yeah. there had <laughs> yeah. to be someone to walk out the negative part of it, and, and you'd be real careful about how you point the finger at Judas.
2: Yeah, it is. Really? it is. They're
0: ministers. They're, our, they're his ministers for our good. Yeah, see, I mean, this is the thing. I'm like you. I've had, man, the further you go, the more mileage you get. That's why them young boys was ready to throw stones. And the old ones, boy, they said, whoop, 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 hold it here. Except for the grace of Yava, man, there go I. So what we gotta do is is in the very end we're gonna all come together. I mean it's written on the cave walls, brother. It's written they they say, What are all these hands of one world? They're all this black, there's there's red, there's yellow, there's white hands, and they're all raised in one accord, up and they're they're standing as a yod with both hands up in praise and honor to the Lord, okay? To Yahva and
2: and shall
0: be asked Peter None shall be lost, Peter, but you can't go telling them that. The mechanism is in place to wake them up. You can't tell them that they can sit down and do nothing. Otherwise, they will never wake up and change. But none of them are going to be lost. Well, what did he say to to, to Jonah? There's your second witness. He told Jonah, but it's encrypted. He said to Jonah, Jonah's over there sitting up underneath his gourd, taking shade from all this, sitting in the place of the east. In the place of spirit. Yep. He's over there going, yeah, you know, the heck with them. Let them all die and go to hell. Kill them all. God says, Kill them all. Long, short, and a damn dog. Kill them all. He said, look, they're not rolling with the name of my God anyway. You know, my, I mean, I call my God java You call yours Allah. Okay? You call yours Krishna. I mean, you're not rolling with our God. Okay? So you can just go to hell. Okay? Well, okay. He said, Jonah. Get down there and talk to them, because there's more than six schools that don't know their left hand from the right. They don't know the left-hand path. They don't know the right-hand path. And so they, cool. don't, they don't understand the earth, and they don't understand the heaven. That's why Jesus said, if you don't understand earthly terms, how in the world am I going to lay down the heaven? Okay? So, so he's like, get down there and talk to them, because there's a sixth school, and he said, and much cattle. And what did he say to Adam. Bring the animals before you, so that I can see what you would name them. Okay, because the king in his kingdom, he is the only one with the covenant directly to God. He undertakes in Christ, under in the, the providence of God. He's got the covenant because he's expressing the will, and all the rest have submitted, as the Scripture says, "It's good before the Lord for the wife to submit to the husband." That is the citizenry, and then you've got the husband as the, the king, the kingdom, okay? Well, is the king but it, somehow above the law? No. That is really talking about the conscious mind has the power to direct and reprogram to wash the subconscious mind. If she were not submitted to us in the conscious masculine range of initiatory thought, whether you're male or female, it doesn't make any difference. We all think like this. And if that were not the case, hell, we couldn't do more. We would be up a creek without a paddle and a boat, man. I mean, we'd be a do do, as the feller said. Well, name. okay, let me say it like this, then. I mean, I'm in perfect agreement and alignment with what you just said. But in being in perfect agreement and alignment, you have to be in perfect agreement and alignment with what I just said because that was internal. earth they have to come together. They have to teach the same law and do the same thing so we so it lays down in fractals and so you can go internal down to the minutest aspect of even the smallest idea you know what is the what is the emotion coupled with the idea and you can go to that level or you could go to the the largest universe of universe the one verse the word which is the scripture and the scripture is a trust and it has every aspect of trust there and you start to understand, you know. Uh, yes, I you... do know. That is exactly the trust. The trust yeah. in that knowledge of that law and its application by formula, Yo, hey, Bob, hey. That's how I got my three. Notice three. That's the three women. The three aspects of the mind, conscious, self, and superconscious. That's the three ladies. Now, there's more to it than that. But that's the three women. Those are pots. They have to have something put in them. And in three days, they manifested for me. You see, that's the knowledge of the law. I have a trust in it. And I hasten my word, it says, to perform it. And that's well, the manifestation. That's, that's the beauty of it. If you Okay, let me say it like this. If I believed what you just said, I mean, I mean not just, you know, placating you, not just saying, Gary, you're a wise guy, but, I mean, I was like, damn, that is the truth, man. I mean, I, that, that is so unbelievably true. I mean, I, I, I believe it. Well, I mean, my life is going to structure itself around that belief. You know, I mean, just because you said it doesn't make it true for me, but when I start to structure my life around that belief, and it becomes true for me because I can see the fruit on the tree. I can see the leaves that are popping out on that big tree. The fruit maybe hadn't shown up yet, but here come the leaves. Okay? And and I'm like, hold on a minute, I know that the fruit's coming, you know. And and in other words, I trust it enough to say, I can stake my life on that valve. I can hang my life on that nail, you know? And,
2: do you and, and rip, I believe that
0: MJ, do you realize that at this very moment, the last few minutes here, you are literally exercising the emanating power of a high priest. You're exercising the power of the oil of gladness. It's infected you. And it's exuding from you. And you're putting it on everybody that can hear your voice. They're, they're, They're seeing the manifestation of that formula as an aspect of thought, is like an algebra problem. But anyway, I well, enjoy I mean, feeling that I, emanation from you. It's like it's like man, it's my purpose, man. It's my joy. It's like I believe that that
2: that
0: that there is no just you're going to be in this matter and you're done. And that's it. I, I I don't believe that. I believe that this is a into this matter, and it's a holy sacred trust to be expressed into this matter that every moment is a holy moment, be it perceived good or bad, however the ego or the pride or the whatever wants to perceive it. But every moment is a holy moment. So, like, it's like, all right, what am I going to choose? And Moses said, Choose ye this day, not, you know, 2,000, 4,000 years ago, whenever just some dude crusted deal on Moses. <sighs> Who cares about some crusty dude named Moses? what I'm the Moses, and I'm going to say, "Hold on a minute, choose you this day whom you shall serve because it's like Bob Dylan said you're going to serve somebody, and you know <laughs> you might serve your own self-interest, you know <laughs> you might you might say, "Oh, hold on, hold a minute." How can I serve you, man? How can I serve you? I want to serve you, okay? Because I'm going to serve the Lord. And you know what? I'm going to get up today, and I'm going to scrub toilets, man. Praise the Lord. I can scrub toilets, man, you know, and I'm going to do that, you know? And it's just like somebody says, man, what a a blind fool, okay? I'll be your blind fool, you know? Is that what you want me to be? I'll be that too, okay? And, And... You know, it's just the Scripture gets fulfilled in you, and you start to see it, and you're like, God, wait, it's actually happening in my life. The Scriptures, lo, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O God, and the Scriptures are being fulfilled in my life. As I die to myself, as I put myself on that Roman cross, and I die to it, man. (laughs) It's a Roman cross, for God's sake. You got a partner sitting up there. He's Rome, man. And I'm going to put myself on that cross. I'm going to die to myself, and I'm going to serve you, and I'm going to find my purpose. And Am I going to be rich? Probably not. No, I'm not going to be rich. Maybe I will be. I don't know, but I don't care. You know, I just don't care because what I care about the most, man, is like, man, What? If, what? you know, I just believe that, you know, when I get up and I do my purpose, then I'm happy okay, and I believe that whatever your purpose is, when you do that, that's when you're the most happy, and making money ain't going to make you happy, <laughs> it'll satisfy yeah. your desire, but it ain't going to make you happy, you know. Oh, and man, I, that there wasn't enough money for me to buy sleep at night after I came back from doing certain things, and it took me a while to get there. And boy, like you're saying, you find out real quick, money, power, and position don't mean crap. You've got to be at peace in your own mind and heart. And then when you find out what makes it work or how it operates, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the right application of moving thought. Then we can impregnate her. We can wash her. She will present that child that we have put in by thought, by action, by intent, by emotion, <laughs> and it, it will be wonderful because all life comes forth from this aspect of the mind.
3: See, well, people are look look not
0: looking there. deep enough. They're they're not looking into the depths of what's really there. They've got such a superficial attitude. So well, that's exactly right. Well, I, I, I'm i going to say this one thing, and then I promised my wife I wouldn't go much longer than 10 tonight. Cause, anyway, let me say it like that. So let me just uh, say this one last thing. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, and there stood this woman, and she was clothed with the twelve, the crown of 12 stars, and she was laboring in pain to bring forth a man-child, okay, and, and, she, and she brought forth this man-child, and at her, at her nativity of this man-child, there stood a dragon ready to devour it. We're talking about the mind, a mature mind. <laughs> and, and there stood things this dragon, your carnality, which is ready to just tear it to pieces. Wolves, all right? It said, Behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves. Okay, okay, but he first disciplined them. He first took the time to say, quit looking at Jesus as a separate being from the disciples. No. This is the higher enlightened mind which disciplines the lower nature and will not send forth the lower nature from the spiritual side to the carnal side until they are ready. And when they're ready, they're sent forth to the earth. In other words, first he he taught them the spiritual. He taught them the inner kingdom. He said, "Those who are without, it's not given for them to know." He taught them the inside. He purified them. He washed their feet. He he washed the twelve aspects of thought, the twelve the twelve the twelve cranial nerves, the twelve aspects of being, and he 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 purified. He disciplined. (laughs) Then. Forth, and and so this it's in it's in Genesis chapter two. It says of of look at the inversion. He said first, he says he created the heavens and the earth, and he turns around and he says, but then Yahweh Elohim created the earth and the heavens because first the spiritual man is is perfected by the coals of the external reality. Then the spiritual man then is able to even redeem his external reality.
2: But not until
0: the spiritual man, the feet has, the feet have been washed. Because so Jesus said, Peter, if you don't let me wash your feet, you'll have no part with me. Okay. So I look at it as, an externalization, uh, yes, you could look at it as one man and a kingdom if you would like. Okay, that's great. But every kingdom that's ever been, that ever existed in this world is a macrocosm of one man, of one woman, of one being. Okay? Because we all have our thoughts that kick our ass. The Ishmael, the one that are wild donkeys that just do whatever they want to do, jump the fence and eehaw. And we got all our cults that are spotted. And they say, hey, you know, I want all that spotted stuff. My pride says, you know, they're mine. It's mine, okay? I pay for it. It's mine. <laughs> and the, the guys who hold the higher power says, hey, hold on a minute here. Didn't you use notes? You, you think it's yours, do you? <laughs> Is that right? You know, uh, yeah, it's mine. It's all mine. Okay, well, we got another fool we're going to have to put in line here and show him it doesn't belong to him, okay? Okay? It's all the macrocosm of of the microcosm, the inner self. And and is it your head at the top of your shoulders? And doesn't your head rule the entire body? So uh, with that being said, I'm being summoned. All right. So so I've got to, uh, I'll just say it like that. I've got to go. (laughs) Well, I can appreciate that, brother. I thank you. I've enjoyed it. Um, You know, like you're talking about, we talked about some wild things back in the earlier times, but it's taken us all, you know, different aspects to realize what each is saying and, and how we grow into that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And see, it's like the people are they are commenting more and more, you know, on on the call and stuff like that. And please give uh, our best to the missus. And tell them we thank you for allowing uh, you to come and spend the time with us because we have enjoyed it. And, well, thank uh, you for
2: that.
0: And I'll say one, one final thing. Uh, my friend I spoke about last week, he said something to me last week. He said, we all come, it's interesting how life works, if you're on the path, We all come to the same understanding, but from different paths. We have different aspects, so we can't say, "Hold on a minute!" If you don't put it in my terms, and if you don't, if you don't use the correct term, the correct name, the correct whatever, you're not on the path. No, that's bullshit. All right. See, that's that's why it's also saying all roads lead to Rome. Because not only do you go up the various steps of the trust, but you go up to canon law to get to divine law, because they're claiming that they have the authority to administer it. Right. That's right. Okay, y'all be blessed. uh, Peace and blessings to you, and I really, I mean, thank you, Gary, for the opportunity to talk. As you can tell, I was really passionate about getting this message out, and I just... I don't know. I just felt it, man. It just flowed from me. When it gets like this, I don't even have to work at it, man.
2: It just literally flows out of my well, mouth. Yeah, see, because you're
0: acknowledging the 50th day, true Pentecost. The living fire and the living law is burning and emanating her glory from within the inner sanctum. She's sending it back out to the people in general. We've impregnated, studied, and put it in there. Now, she's emanating bringing it forth. That's your kind of, oh, man, she's rocking and popping anyway bless you shalom shalom good night brother jim yes sir i tell you what i don't know how we'd do any better than that right there what say we just kind of fold it up and, uh go off and we can cogitate and come back and listen on it because there's a lot of really good stuff that's been in here tonight and yes, sir, uh it see as they begin to think on some of this like going and watching that uh uh, Jekyll Island uh, deal that was initially sent by Char. See, these are people from all over the world. We're the camp of the saints throughout the heights and the breadth of the earth. They're all Israel. They're all Isis, the female aspect that has to be impregnated by Ra, and enlightened state of mind to manifest the Elohim, all the multiplicities, the aspects of the Eknad that is in within the Yashid, the totality of the divine self, the divine intellect. We're all part of it. But it's yes, as we grow into it and allow it to operate in and through us. Brother, I thank you. Y'all have a good evening. I'm going to do like MJ and kind of put it to bed. But uh, I have enjoyed tonight. I hope y'all have too. Uh, Jim, back to you. Go ahead.
3: Well, thank you, brother. We appreciate uh, you and Michael Joseph both immensely. I mean, there has been a lot of knowledge come forth here tonight. And I'm sure the people's enjoyed it. I can tell by a lot of their comments and stuff that they're putting through there. And uh, folks, uh, you know, we're going to call it a night tonight. And uh, hopefully you'll be back same time next Sunday uh, for maybe some more or whatever else Yava has for us. And brother... May Yahweh bless you, keep you safe, and your family. Same to you, Michael Joseph, and all those that are on this call. I bid you peace, blessing, perfect divine health, and may all your dreams come true that are good, good, and very good. And with that, I'm going to end the call. Thank
1: you.